ESPN 1420, ESPN1420.com, and the ESPN 1420 app. Visiting now with Louisiana Ragin Cajun. Director of Athletics, but what's what's the full title now? I mean, I actually forgot. I'm not trying to be smart. What is it? Vice President for Intercollegiate Athletics. The Vice President for Intercollegiate Athletics rolls off the tongue. Dr. Brian Maggard uh, is with us. We're, now, we're recording this uh, at Sunbelt Conference Media Days. This will air after the date. But I know you are uh, celebrating a birthday today. So you, you, you made it. You hit 40. How does it feel? <laughs> It feels good. You know, we, I'm okay to celebrate the day, but I've stopped counting. Yeah. So I'd have to basically ask one of your kids to get your actual age. Right. So the, what was that question? I'm sorry. Yeah. What, what did you mean? <laughs> it's not happening. Yeah. He's, he's very, um, you know, open and transparent, but when it comes to his age, uh, nope, not happening, guys. Anyway, happy birthday, Brian. Uh, Dr. Maggard, I guess. So. Uh, didn't get to have this last year. Uh, having it in here this year, one of the big talking points is COVID-19 and, you know, the Delta variant and whether some students will get vaccinated or not. But, you know, the conference has taken the stance this year that if a team can't play a game because of COVID-19, that they will then forfeit that game. Uh, do you like that approach as opposed to last year where it was it, we were in a very different place? I understood why last year had rescheduling, but do you like the, the, the forfeiture if you're not able to play? Yes, I fully support what we're doing as a league. Um, you know, I think it's I am I have no problem letting people know I'm a proponent for vaccination. I think the teams all across the board who are mostly or fully vaccinated will have a competitive advantage over everybody else. And so um, we're going to certainly encourage, you know, those associated with our sport programs to get vaccinated because now when you have to, you know, forfeit a game, that's, that's costly. And I have no interest in forfeiting games this season. What if, two, do you know what the protocol is? Let's say two teams, neither can play. Uh, my guess is they try to keep it under wraps if one team says they can. But in that situation, is that just game is a no is a no contest? You know, we haven't thoroughly discussed that scenario, but um, my guess would be is maybe the first team that comes forward to forfeit, right? You know, would be the forfeiture, and uh, the other team would yeah would, you, would luck out, if you will. We probably won't have that yeah. situation because it, it, the odds of two teams coming out and seeing it simultaneously. Um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, what is, and you may not have all the specifics, but like what would lead to, is there a certain number that would lead to a team having to forfeit? Is there something in place? Is it, cause my guess is it's, it's only my opinion. There are some teams that forfeited last year, excuse me, that didn't play games last year that had they been forced to forfeit, I believe they would have found a way to play, um, you know, folks can figure that out. But this year, like, is there a specific number or, or how does it, how do you come to that decision? Okay, we just, we can't, we can't do it. So yesterday we established there will be no minimum thresholds by position. And so there's nothing that would trigger a forfeiture. It's going to be up to the, the, the program, the institution, to decide whether they have to forfeit or not. But I think, Scott, that decision is going to be made by the local medical professionals associated with your team so you know the team physicians um it could be your your community health officials determining you know if the outbreak is x then you may have to shut things down and so that would be determined by medical professionals 
ESPN1420.com. We're visiting with the uh, Vice President of Intercollegiate Athletics, the Athletic Director for Louisiana, Dr. Brian Maggard. I was talking to um, Commissioner Gill and, uh, earlier this morning. It was very upfront about various things that I felt the conference does well and where they can improve. It was just my two cents. He might care, he might not. But what is, what is something as, as an AD that you feel the Sun Belt with this opportunity this season? Uh, you're coming off historic success in football. Um, I mean, I, we're, uh, I'm not sure when this will air. It might be the day after. It might be next week. But as the time of recording this, we're 44 days away from kickoff, September 4th. Just so many great opportunities. And I feel like the Sun Belt, how far it's come, especially in football, how do you feel they can magnify this moment, if you will? And if, if the moment gets even bigger with a big win here or there, how, they, how you, you tackle that? Not so much as a, as a school, because I know individually you have ideas about what UL can do, but as a conference. Well, I think the magnification comes, you know, across the league, we all need to be successful in our non-conference games, right? If we can all, you know, um, make progress in winning those uh, Power Five games, that's going to be a huge step forward right uh-huh. we had a few teams do it last year but if we had even more teams do it that's going to elevate i think uh, this this success that we've experienced so that's one way to do it and then the other you know ultimately you know when you play conference games someone has to win someone has to lose understand that but but i just think that it's um you know that the higher we can have our our two division champions ranked going into that championship game. That's a possibility. That's going to be big. And then obviously the winner can catapult you know, from that. So our goal, absolutely, at Louisiana, we want to compete for that New Year's Day six spot for the top group of five program. That comes with winning. We know that. It starts September 4th in Austin, Texas. And that's going to be our personal goal is to achieve that particular accomplishment. ESPN 1420, Scott Praise visiting with, visiting with Dr. Maggard here. Um, Gosh, a big game in Texas, network TV, just a, uh, a tremendous opportunity for the program. And um, I know that uh, you probably had that one circled on your calendar for a little while now. <laughs> I'm already nervous about that game in a good way, in a positive way, because, you know, I absolutely believe, you know, that's going to be one competitive football game on, on that Saturday. But uh, I, I'll say this, to your point, you know, we're going to be playing on a network that's in 114 million households. I'm not saying that everyone will tune in, but we have that platform. And a game like this, that opportunity to play on Fox, not only elevates our football program, it elevates the University of Louisiana in its entirety, and it elevates the city of Lafayette. So that's the power of sport today. That's the power of a successful football program. And we just got to make sure that both as a university and as a community and even as a region of Acadiana, we got to capitalize on this, this opportunity, this success, and uh, because it's going to keep coming. We have, you know, other nationally ranked games throughout the year on, on the two on the flagship station of ESPN, a couple on ESPN two or you, and uh, and so those are invaluable three to four hour commercials on national television. And so when that happens, you're elevating not only your football program, but a university and a community. And when you've got uh, a game with the national audience and it's at Cajun Field, boy, it looks really good when you got a lot of fans in the stands. Where are we at with, with season tickets right now? You know, actually, we're, we're making good progress. And we know that historically the month of August will really pick up. July has always been slow, at least since I've been here and, and beyond, because people are out vacationing and doing what they need to. But uh, 
there's no doubt our message going into this season is we absolutely need Lafayette and Acadiana and our students to get out and support this team. This, we're going into the season as a top 25 ranked team. And, uh, you know, the team is performing like that. Our fan base needs to, or our community needs to, right? We've got a strong core of probably seven, 8,000 true fans who show up, you know, rain or shine. But we need to triple that easily. And so we need to have 35,000 people in that stand every home game. Granted, a lot of games are, all, all games are on TV. But uh, we need you to come out and support the team live. As of July 22nd, is there? Do you have a number right now with tickets? Yeah, we're probably maybe in that. Uh, I don't know, six to seven thousand range, which is not good enough. It's not uncommon for us, but we absolutely anticipate that the month of August that'll pick up. We've, we, you know, we have a, a corporate season ticket challenge program out there now, and our goal, our public goal, is five thousand tickets sold through that through that particular vehicle. And if that's the case, if we hit that, then we should land around the, the 10,000 season ticket mark. Again, not good enough, but it's certainly better than what we've had in the past few years. We, we know that uh, people are busy. There may be people out there who forego a season ticket, but they buy single game sure. tickets, and that's, that's certainly that. fine too. There's a lot of that. But point is, is we need 30, 35, 40,000 people at Cajun Field this season. It, this team finished 15th in the country last year. Um, I, you know, time of recording, we don't, you know, preseason polls haven't been released yet. I will not be surprised if Louisiana is in there. Um, frankly, I think they should be. Um, but you've got coming off an historic season, and uh, hopefully another one is in store here where you can surpass it. But you've got one of the biggest names in coaching at UL as well. I mean, I, I'm not doing this to commercialize the program. Um, if they were struggling, I wouldn't say that, but these are facts. Billy Napier has been sought after by P5 programs. We've talked about it openly. You've talked about what that process has been like in terms of keeping him and what he what he loves about being here. I think we talked last month about the contract and, and things like that. So um, if <laughs> my only question would be, guys, if not now, when? Uh, this is... This is this is it, and uh, it's going to be exciting. ESPN fourteen twenty. You know, one thing I did discuss with with Keith Gill, just because he's been there since twenty nineteen. It's like he talks about Louisiana, right? Like, yeah, I remember Wright Waters. He wouldn't say Louisiana. Carl Benson, next commissioner, he did absolutely. But I know the fight that the athletic department's put on for many years um, prior to your time here. So, you know, Keith's experience with it was like. I, I never even gotten an email from somebody like, why are you doing that? It's just normal. You need to see it on ESPN. It's just normal. Um, for some, they still get upset for whatever reason, but that I, I don't want to dismiss it, but like that doesn't really matter to someone online. What matters is seeing Louisiana on ESPN, You know, seeing Billy on CBS Sports with Jim Rome on TV, and he's saying head coach Louisiana. You know, how, how far, just in your time here, which I know this battle started long before you got here, but how far do you think it's just come in the last few years where now it is kind of becoming, for many, just second nature, and that's the, that's the brand you guys have been going for? Well, I think the proof's in the pudding. There's no doubt that a, we, we got a huge bolster in this regard from our television partner, ESPN, when they adopted that. But that, that was a conversation. We, we had to kind of work with them, and, and, and they've obliged greatly. They, they, in my opinion, they've been the catalyst. But I will tell you, upon my arrival here, I knew that this was a priority for us. You know, we, we needed that brand identity and have just been very fortunate, but certainly 
so much credit goes to ESPN, you know, for uh, partnering with us, you know, in that space. And to your point, now every major outlet and, you know, we are the University of Louisiana when it comes to athletics, to athletics. And so we're proud of that. we got to keep that going because I think that's something that's also helped the, you know, the off-the-field uh, attributes to what we're trying to accomplish here. Ironically, the only place I, I see it not being done is from other athletic departments. But when it comes to media, you know, that it, it feels in a lot of ways like that battle has been won. And uh, I always say, look, I'll call you whatever you want to be called. Um, and that's kind of been my motto for years. You know, some people say, oh, Monroe, my it's ULM. That's what they want to be branded as. That's what it is, you know. Uh, Louisiana is, is, is the brand now. And... Um, it's exciting times with college football right around the corner. It's exciting seeing all these folks out here at, at Sunbelt Conference Media Days. So what are, uh, what are you most excited about if you could only pick one thing as the sports calendar, which mm-hmm. begins now and ends when either baseball or softball season end, depending on which one goes farther. What are you most excited about in this year for the sports calendar year at UL? I'm most excited about full capacity in getting that aspect of what we do back to normal. Mm-hmm. I understand, you know, with the spike, with the Delta variant, you know, that people may be questioning, but to me it's a real easy response. Get vaccinated, people. We, we need you vaccinated. Um, we need to nip this thing in the bud as it's starting to rear its head. Uh, we have an opportunity to do that well in advance of September, and so let's do it as a community, as a society, and uh, because we all will benefit greatly, in my opinion, from being opened up and allowed to do the things at full capacity, sport or non-sport related, right? And so that's what I'm most excited about. I was speaking with Billy Napier earlier, and uh, you know, before the vaccine was was widely available as it currently is, you know, he and I both. I mean, it's not a secret. We both got it um, at different times, and uh, I, I wouldn't want to get it again. I'm just saying that, and and I certainly wouldn't, wouldn't want to give it to anyone, but. Um, but, yeah, I, uh, I second what you're saying there. Dr. Brian Maggard, Maggard, Vice President of Intercollegiate Athletics at UL, Athletic Director, has been our guest here uh, recording this on his birthday. Uh, he just hit the big 4-0. Allegedly, it, it may be a different number, but that's what we're going to roll with here. I mean, look, I'm, I'm about to hit it soon, and you got way more hair than me, so. That's right. You know, yeah, I, I, let's go by uh, hair count as opposed to age count. I, I'm good with that. I need to see somebody then in that case. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Mag, appreciate the time. Uh, all the best to you and the family. And I know we'll be talking to you again as we uh, let's do this again before the season kicks off and, and really when things get going in full gear. But good to see you. Thanks for making the time, and we'll talk soon. Thank you much. Have a great day. That's Dr. Brian Maggard. This is ESPN1420.com. I'm Scott Prather.